welcome to Selling Seduction, Lauren Brooks, also Ooh. known as Miss Brooks, I also known this. as Miss Girl. Miss whatever, <laughs> Miss anything you want, it doesn't matter. How the hell are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Living the dream. We love it. One day at a time, you know? Yeah, we think it's Wednesday, but it's actually Tuesday, Monday. I don't even know. T- Tuesday. It's Tuesday. I thought all day today that it was fucking Wednesday. I thought it was Monday. That's okay. So... Not only do you do OnlyFans, but you also do stripping as well, right? Yes. yes. How is that going? I love it. Both I of them? Love it. Both of them? I actually started OnlyFans before stripping. You started OnlyFans before stripping? Yes. I, like, it was like, I started OnlyFans. I didn't take it very seriously, though. I'm still kind of, I kind of take it seriously, but I think I need to put more effort into it. But, like, four months later, I started stripping. Yeah. I had to. Okay. Yes. So I've heard stripping can be a very competitive workplace. I know girls who I work with at the studio that I work at who do multiple things, OnlyFans, camming, stripping. A lot of people that I know work at Sapphire, which is a pop-in place, I guess, or whatever. But I've heard a lot of girls say that girls get very, uh, what's the word? catty petty like protective over who they think their clients are yeah they don't want like other girls going to them certainly so i've been in the industry like stripping for like two years now Uh and i've avoided that at all costs i don't really i have acquaintances at work and stuff like that in both clubs i love them stuff i've never had drama but i've heard like the cattiness the pettiness the you know don't touch my regular customers and stuff like that but you know, it depends on your hustle, mm-hmm. too. Like, you, and it's also your etiquette with how you talk to customers there, too. It's, if you see a guy sitting alone and girls, like, walking up to him, I think the first question you should ask is, hey, are you waiting for somebody? And if they say, yes, I'm waiting for so-and-so, walk the fuck away. You ask client that. Yeah, person or a customer. Yeah, yeah, a patron, somebody at the strip uh-huh. club. That's how I avoid conflicts. Okay. And also just don't get personal with some of these girls. Yeah. Like, it's fine to have acquaintances and stuff like that, but never get too personal because you never know. Mm-hmm. Never know. So do you think it's easier to avoid conflict conflict like that by not becoming close with other coworkers? Yes. Yeah. I think so. And, you know, I've met some amazing women in the stripping industry. I'm not going to say, like, don't ever be friends. But, yeah. like, just be very cautious yeah. because – even just talking about personal stuff, you never know when it's going to come up and mm-hmm. stuff. And I've always, like, been very sweet and very respectful with anybody I've worked with. Yeah. I just, you know, keep your distance. So you've never experienced any type of drama at work? Absolutely not. No? I avoid that at all costs. I don't. Good for you. Know, you. Yeah. Good girl. <laughs> no, thanks. I'm good on that. All right. Well, hypothetically, how would you deal or handle drama between you and another girl? For instance, let's say, all right, you're talking to said customer, right? Homegirl's walking up. She gets all up in your face and she's like, don't be fucking around with my client. What the fuck are you going to do? Because you take me as someone like, obviously, like, I think that you're portrayed as like very sweet because I'm know that you're sweet yeah but i feel like you're the type of person to be like bitch you better back the fuck up yeah <laughs> listen to the cameras i'm tiny and i'm sweet but don't 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 play with me because i've got a fucking voice on me but i'll give like kind of an example of something that happened to me at work once yeah and it's not like 
I'm always, when I sit with a customer, it's like, you know, three song rule. If you're not going to spend money, on to the next. Mm-hmm. But there's... Um, three song rule. Three songs. So, like, I guess it's a kind of an etiquette. Like, you sit with a customer, you know, the small talk, whatever. Give it three songs. Mm-hmm. If that dude's not going to do a dance, get the fuck on and go to somebody else, yeah. you know? Don't... Don't Am waste. I allowed to cuss? Absolutely. Okay. I just want to make sure I'm not <laughs> ruining this whole thing. Um, there was one night, it was like super late in the night, and I'm sitting with a customer, and I'm talking, and there's another girl with her customer, and she leans over. She's clearly on something, or drunk as fuck, because she's like, get him to go to a room with us. Let's go. Let's make it happen, and stuff like that. And yeah. I'm kind of like, you know, l- we'll let it happen. It hasn't even been like a couple minutes. Like, yeah. don't. And she started getting aggravated with me. I'm like, then you fucking ask. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and try to beg this guy. He's got another, like, five minutes. I'm out. Mm-hmm. And I think that's, like, another thing, too, is some of these girls, I wouldn't want to call them sharks. You guys are amazing. The hustlers that, like, have a mouthpiece and could do that, good for you. But I'm not aggressive like that. Yeah. Normally, I'm sweet enough to where I make a lot of money because I'm not sweet. They just give into yeah. it. Some customers get irate and pissed off because you're way too aggressive. Yeah. Like, I've had plenty of times where someone's like, can you give me, like, five minutes? I just want to have a fucking drink. Yeah. Like, and after, like, maybe 10, 15 minutes, they're drunk enough, they're going to spend a lot of money. Mm-hmm. So, it just, some girls get very pissed if you're not being direct or like you know aggressive i'm sorry girl i'm not gonna be aggressive i feel like a lot of girls that i work with are pretty aggressive i'm a little aggressive myself yeah well i've learned (laughs) i can be aggressive too but you also have to know your client or your customer because there's some guys that you're too aggressive you just lost a thousand dollars because yeah you know just know your clients i feel you yeah okay that's interesting i don't know any of the inside details about stripping. Mm. But it seems interesting. The way it's that fun. the way it's that fun. people talk about it. Yeah. Um, how do you find being an OnlyFans content creator and stripping different? I feel like there's a lot of similarities between them. Absolutely. Probably the main difference being in person versus online. Oh, absolutely. Do you think that there's like anything else different compared to them? So I feel like for stripping, you could see your clients, your customers face to face. You yeah. can see you could see body language. What do they look like? You know, it's a lot. I feel like online is you can't see the profile picture. You right. don't know who's behind the user. You can't tell their body language. Like, because yeah. normally you could if someone's gonna spend or not by their body language, mm-hmm. social cues and stuff like that. Yeah, but it is similar in that way. Like, you can sell a pic for ten dollars or twenty dollars right. or how much you sent. I can sell a dance for $20 and stuff like that. So it is similar. I feel like both of them also have, like, the safety aspect, too. Like, you're at a strip club. You have these, you know, hosts or managers watching over the girls. You know, OnlyFans. You don't really have that. Yeah. monitoring your stuff. I mean, some of the streaming platforms are fucking terrible. Absolutely. Like, OnlyFans. Sucks. It sucks because you don't know who's spending. You get chargebacks and shit like that. That does not happen in a fucking strip club. Yeah. does not. You do not. When you get paid that money, that goes to your pockets, that goes nowhere else. Yeah, I also hate that OnlyFans takes forever to remove content when someone steals yeah. your shit. I had that recently, like I freaked out because I thought, I would like Googled my name. All the time I do it. I was like, oh my God, only I look just shit for my Twitter. I'm like, oh, you guys aren't getting anything. Fuck off. Yeah, all the time I see that shit, but it's like maybe like, I don't think, it's maybe like custom videos that I make. It's, oh. like, specific shit that people ask for, 
And then it's like camming, people recording shows yeah. and shit. Like, so when that happens to you on like streaming or like OnlyFans and stuff, yeah. does that sh- does it show when they screenshot or record a video or no? Like the like, do I see that? Yeah, doing like, that? do they no. alert you? Like, no. Oh. No. But it still has the watermark and stuff too, right? So OnlyFans has watermarks, but Streamate doesn't because it's a live show. So like, how can there be a watermark if it's a live show? You know, like it just doesn't exist. So I search my name up at least like once a week. And you, like where you work at too, I think you've told me this. They also, the studio or whoever you work with goes through and make sure they take down. So, you know, they're supposed to do that, but they've really been fucking slacking lately. I'm like, you're taking 10% for what? For what? I could be making robbery. money on this and I'm making... Yeah, no. The fucking robbery. Mm-hmm. No, that's <laughs> the worst part. I cannot. Um, Do you think that there was anything that you were blindsided by going into either OnlyFans becoming a adult content creator or stripping? Like, you were just like, wow, I didn't expect that. I think a lot of girls have, like, misconceptions with stripping and stuff like that. Like, it's glamorized. Yeah. And, oh, my God, this thing that I'm money I make in a night and yada, yada, like... That's not at all what it's like. There's some nights you're going to walk out negative. There's some nights you're going to walk out, you know, with $300. Like, yeah. it depends. And there's also, like, depending on the strip club you go to, a lot of girls think, oh, I'm just going to dance on this guy's lap. Like, I don't have to do anything. Like, there's there's a lot of, like, essay in a strip club. And it's mostly every night. Yeah. That there's, like, an essay that happens. and An essay? I don't know if I could say it on YouTube. Sexual assault. Oh. So it's like, you have to understand going to stripping. It's not all that glamorous. You get dressed up and shit like that. But you're dancing on guys' laps. Yeah. I think it also, like, pros and cons. Like, the pros of it, it's empowering. It's great. You get to go dress up Mm -hmm. and go hang out with a bunch of really hot girls. But the cons of it is you will have to reinsert your boundaries over and over and over again. So it's draining. Yeah. And I feel like OnlyFans I love because I can assert those boundaries and not, you know, they listen. Yeah. And it's, like, over – it's it's not in person. Yeah. You know, so it's not as draining. And also it's empowering. I get to hang out with a bunch of hot girls. I love it. I, you know, I love it. And it's just a lot of the time I, I, you know, I feel down about myself. And then I go create for OnlyFans. It's amazing because yeah. people love it. And, you know, it just – I'm hot. I love it. Yeah, you are hot. Um, you. you are too. Are you fucking kidding me? I have heard some crazy stories about stripping. There was this one story that my friend told me. Okay, her friend used to be a stripper. This girl, she would back into like, I don't know, like a private room or whatever for like a private dance. Yeah. She let a client lick her asshole. You want to know what she got? What? A house and a car. This man bought her a whole house. It's in her name. She owns it and a fucking car. I'm like, you let a man lick your asshole for two seconds. Not saying that I would do it. It's just Listen, crazy. baby. <laughs> I was given 10 grand one night just to hang out and talk to a guy for fucking like four crazy. or five hours. I'm crazy. like, whatever yeah. you want. Didn't ask for my fucking number. Didn't get too personal with me. And even asked me to keep my underwear on. And I was like, for 10 whatever you want <laughs> whatever the fuck you want honestly stripping is like is a great way to like you know network and get regulars and yeah. community, that type of stuff with being also in a safe environment mm-hmm. and you don't have to fuck these guys there's some girls that do extras shout out to you if you do that's not i'm not you know knocking anybody's We're not hustle hating. no not at all yeah no whore phobia over here but 
yeah, it's insane what stripping can bring you. And same thing with OnlyFans. It's the internet. There's mm-hmm. so many weird guys that'll... Not weird. I'm sorry. We love you. We some love of y'all you. are weird. Yeah, some of you are... Like some, some of y'all got <laughs> some weird kinks. Somebody asked me for a used butt plug the other day. And I told him my price. He's like, that's too expensive. I'm like, you Then you don't want it bad yeah, enough. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't want that bad enough. Mm-mm. If my DNA is on it and you're not willing to pay enough, then you're not getting it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. Fuck that. Um, do you feel like OnlyFans gives you more space to be creative with what you can wear and how you can portray yourself to your clients? Oh, my God. Absolutely. I love it. Because, like, I don't know, I buy laundry all the time and even stay. Like, I'm like, oh, my God, I have this laundry. I haven't worn it yet today. I get to wear it. Yeah. It's just, it's so much fun. And also, you know, having these visions in your head of what you look like on video or let's use oil or different it's just it's yeah. so it's so much fun I think it's, so it's fun. fun yeah how do you think that you portray yourself in person at the strip club versus how you portray yourself on your OnlyFans account to your subscribers do you think there's a difference in how you how you are <clears throat> like the image that you give off I guess so I try, like, even in real life, like, obviously, I'm I'm very genuine. There's, yeah. like, I try to keep it genuine with my clients, like, anywhere, even OnlyFans. But also, at the same time, like, I'm expensive. I try to make sure that's, like, portrayed in the strip club or I look expensive. Yeah. I act expensive. Like, I try to keep it that way on OnlyFans, too. Like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of people that come to my page and want to spend, okay, you know, like, for the butt plug thing, I set a price that's yeah. pretty expensive. And they're like, I'm not doing that. That just weeds out all the other bad people, you right. know? So that just keeps me up. It's like, I'm expensive. Yeah. I have to pay for certain things. I'm going to keep it that way. Mm-hmm. And also, it's just, you know, being dominant. I think in real life, like, I am a single mom and stuff like that. There's a lot of things going on in my life. So I have to submit to a lot of things. Yeah. So when I'm on OnlyFans or I'm on or in the strip club, it's like, I'm dominant. Yeah. This is my time. Mm-hmm. I pay or pay get for the it. fuck get out. Get the fuck out. Yeah. Like, it's very, you know, it's mm-hmm. black or white. Don't. Yeah. Yeah. That's my saying, too. Talk tip or get the fuck out. Stop wasting my yes, time. Yes, exactly. I hate that exactly. shit. Exactly. My no. time isn't free. Especially, I'm like, would would you like it if I came into your place of work and I'm like, I know that this is your job, but I want it for free. Yeah, exactly. Like, Some of these guys are like, hey. I would love to take you out to dinner. Like, you should totally come. I'm like, you've spent $2 on me. What the <laughs> fuck is your... What? No. You're insane. Absolutely not. Yeah. No. The audacity. I don't know where they find it, to be yeah. honest with you. Mm-hmm. Um, do you have a preference of interacting with people online or in person more? I think that goes... I like it better online because it's easier to bully because I can't see them face to face. So it's like... It's easier for me to catch attitude. Yeah. Like, even my, uh, I was showing my boyfriend, like, some of the, like, messages on OnlyFans. He's like, you really talk to people like that? I'm like, yeah, dude, pay up or get the fuck out. Like, I'm not dealing with this because my content is great. When I yeah. make something for somebody, you know, mm-hmm. and for stripping, it's a little bit harder because sometimes you're with somebody and they're very sweet and they are spending money, but then they want to cross that boundary. So it's like, fuck. Yeah. Now I have to, you know, but it's. It also teaches me how to keep my boundaries mm-hmm. in person. So, honestly, I like online better, but yeah. I make more money in person. So I, yeah, yeah, I feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like you've learned more about your body in the sense of what you like and don't like since becoming an OnlyFans content creator 
Like, for me personally, I don't think... I used to be a prude. Real vanilla. Listen, girl, <laughs> when you first reached out to me, I was like, you are so hot. But, like, I wouldn't say you're a prude, but you're, like, the, like, a hot girl to the point where, like, I don't think you would let anybody touch you. But once I've heard these stories, I was like, oh, my God. you It's, like, unattainable. I need it. Yeah. <laughs> I once it. I got into, I think, camming mainly... When I first got into it, I was like, you want me to say what? You want me to talk about what? You want me to do what? Yeah. Like, yeah. you want me to say that to you? It took me so long. Like, dirty talking didn't exist. I'm like, huh? I what? still, I still, dirty talking for me is so hard, especially in, like, some relationships. I'm like, sometimes over the top. I'm like, I can't. I don't know how to reciprocate. Like, yeah. I like to dirty talk, but, like genuine ways you know it's hard to do it with some clients like i want you to say this or like mold my name for this custom i'm like okay peter uh uh-huh, peter uh, whatever i can't um <laughs> that's fucking funny um so yeah do you feel like you've learned more about what you like like different sex positions toys or anything like that so before I even started OnlyFans or stripping, I was a very hypersexual person. I was off the fucking walls. <laughs> like, I just, it was like, go big or go home. I've done some of the nastiest shit ever. But I think. I'm going to need to hear about that. Oh, my God. It's, Not right now. I'll let you finish. I, we would, this podcast would definitely. Uh, um, I think starting OnlyFans and stripping kind of helped me slow down what I was doing. Because I was doing some, like orgy sex clubs just like wow love it i still would love to do it don't get me wrong but now it's just more like i think i've done what i wanted to do and it's kind of off the list now do you know what i mean orgies and sex clubs yes there's actually sex club literally like a mile down the street are we talking about what's it called the green no no no. it's called playhouse las vegas Mm. shout out to playhouse las vegas you guys are fucking amazing i've never been but i've always wanted to go I don't want to participate. You don't I have just to. want to see That's what it's like. That's the great thing. So this sex club that I go to specifically or used to, they have wristbands. They have a green one or a red one. Red one means I'm not participating. You could just sit back and watch. You don't have to. Green means I'm I'm going. Let's fucking. Yeah. They also have theme nights too. Like Thursday nights is like greedy girls. Friday nights is like couples and single females and stuff like that. So you don't have to participate. You could just sit back and watch. Interesting. Yeah. That sounds fun. Oh, my God. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think before I got into – I got into camming first, and then I got into OnlyFans second. Um, what made you want to get into camming? Um, I used to work – so before I got into sex work, all I did was restaurants. Like – Every position that you oh, could girl, think you of. Oh, girl, you must have made big, though. Like, are you kidding me? Look at those titties. I, I, did, I wasn't the... up front. I was in the back, bitch. You can't oh, make. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> I'm already sexualizing her. She's like, I worked in the back. Oh, I'm sorry. I yeah. was always in the kitchen. I was doing shit. Like, I originally were was going to school for baking and pastry arts. So, like, any job that I had was yeah. in the restaurant. Like, okay. I was prep cook, line cook uh food runner busser like anything so that you could think of except for being in the front i didn't make tips i didn't fucking make tips no so i used to work at a restaurant down on fremont called therapy i don't know if you've heard of I've it heard, i've actually been to therapy bomb restaurant amazing work environment toxic as fuck so bad 
um so i was just over it i was like i'm not making shit like i'm barely making enough to fucking pay my bills i'm like leaving work and going home crying every single fucking day so um yeah i was just over it and i was like i had a friend at the time who brought up camming and they knew someone who worked at the place that i work at now and then i ended up meeting up with her for lunch we just like basically went over over like everything like how it was and then she ended up recruiting me that's amazing and then just took off from there yeah i was like first day 300 bucks in two hours yes right uh, like meanwhile that- i'm getting paid 11.25 to fucking sweat and cry <laughs> in a fucking Catch kitchen me. no no fuck that <laughs> Oh, my God. And but how long have you been camming for now? I think I've been camming for, I think, four years now. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's insane. <laughs> I've, I want to try camming, but, like, I don't know. I'm just, you know, the space I'm in. I'm I like, just think camming is also so fucking competitive. It's like when yes, it's, COVID it, happened, everyone and their fucking mother was, like, camming. Let's fucking Even hop for on fans, it. It blew up during COVID. So it's, I feel like the market is very sex work is yeah. saturated in general. Uh-huh. Yeah. I think before COVID, I think it was a little less saturated. And then once COVID hit, like everyone was like, well, what the fuck yeah, are we supposed to do? But yeah, before I started camming, I remember my friend. This is when I lived in Pennsylvania. My friend, she. That's where your voice and you kind of have an accent, too. That's what everyone bit. fucking says, but I just don't hear it. Does it sound like I have an accent? I just feel like I sound like a it's, basic white girl. Like it's it's, it's not ba- basic white girls. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. That's like, like valley girl. Still. Yeah, that's valley girl. You're definitely not a basic white girl to me. I've only answer. I only lived in Pennsylvania for three years. It's not oh, like okay. I. Were you always on the East Coast or? No. So I, okay, was born in Alabama and then my family moved out here when I was like one, lived here until I was 16, moved to Pennsylvania for three years, fucking hated it, left as soon as I graduated, went to Arizona for a year, hated it, came back. Here I am. Beautiful. Well, thank you for coming back. Don't ever leave again. (laughs) (laughs) But before, when I lived in Pennsylvania, I used to be friends with this girl and she was always like, what did she do? Oh, when Snapchat Premium was like a big popular thing. Oh my God, I remember thing. that. When that she off. was like one of those people and she made great fucking money. She never had like a regular job. Like she made all of her income from Snapchat Premium. So wow. she was my best friend and she was like, you want to go to the sex store with me? We had one local sex shop. That's it. And I was like scared. I was like, I've never fucking been. We go in there. I see, like, all these array of dildos, vibrators, like, double-sided dildos all over the fucking place. I'm like, what the fuck do you do with these? Uh, what do you do with these? Uh, and then you come to find out, like, years later, there's girls, like, sitting on massive dildos, like, this big. It's oh, like, oh, my, my God. God. Now yeah. I'm, like, going into the sex store. I'm seeing which one spins, if they vibrate, <laughs> like. Do they have three, like, three? Three? Yeah, exactly. The little rabbit, yeah, you exactly. know. I'm like, I need different modes. But before that, I didn't know shit. I'm like, what do you do with a dildo that has two sides? And then you got into camming. And then I got into camming. I feel like I blossomed after that. (laughs) Yeah, no, I feel like sex work is such a great way for women that like to just feel empowered because, bitch, we are the shit. Our pussies are worth millions. Are you kidding me? It's like the biggest industry in the world. Yeah, I definitely think it's opened me up to a lot of the shit that I'm into now. Because before I was like... I didn't know shit. I see some of the shit you're tweeting, girl. I'm like, oh, Hannah, tell me more. <laughs> um, okay. 
I uh, I think this is maybe debatable. I don't know. Um, I feel like sex work turns you into a little bit more of a dominant person so that we can be able to handle our clients in a certain type of way. Um, personally, I feel like that's what happened for me. Do you think stripping or OnlyFans has made you more of a dominant person in your private life now than compared to before you did? Absolutely. Because yeah. you're consistently asserting those boundaries. Like, even in real life, in my relationship now with do my ex, or it's just like every, it's my boundaries. Like, mm -hmm. at this point, it goes hand in hand because you have to continue. To, and if you like, if you keep saying yes, or you're going to get burnt out. Yeah. And you're going to get stomped on and you're going to be too nice. So yeah. I feel like, yes, I've definitely been more dominant in different things. I've also. It's been easier to navigate my emotions towards these things, too. Because, like, it's, you know, in any situation, yeah. having to set your boundaries, it's, like, a decision you have to make. Do I want to say yes or do I want to say no? Mm -hmm. So it's just, what are the consequences? Right. You know? mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's a big one. I feel like a lot of people who were kind of, like, more on the softer side became a lot more dominant once they got into the sex work oh, industry. Oh, yeah, you have to. Um... Do you have a type? No. You don't have a type? I don't have a preference. I will fuck anything. <laughs> <laughs> I literally am such a, like, I just want to adventure. I've had sex with lots of girls, lots of men. I just, I think the one thing I do have a preference for is smell or taste. If you don't smell good, mm -hmm. it's not happening. We baby. love good hygiene. Yeah, good hygiene. If you don't smell good or taste good. Gross. Yes, don't, don't. <laughs> Never again. Sorry. I'll try it once and then, oh, let's switch. Let's switch. Mm -mm. So, okay. You don't have a type. What kind of person are you, you, what characteristics do you find attractive other than taste and smell? Because you can't just go up to someone and fucking sniff them. Well, I think like with interactions like that, especially with females, like yeah. I, for girls, I obviously I'm very like, I won't touch you or anything unless you consent to it or like. But if I'm very close to a girl, we're eating at a restaurant or something, you can definitely get that, that kind of a waft, not like definitely um, I'm in your fucking neck type of shit. Or the same thing with men. But um, I think it all depends on how honest you are with me. Mm -hmm. That's what I like out of somebody, if you're genuine and honest. And I think as I've gotten older, you can definitely tell if someone's not being truthful. Yeah. There's just certain questions you can ask or stories you tell. You're like, you're definitely not. I just want you to be genuine. Yeah. And that goes with, like, you know, uh, I, you don't have to be an open book. I understand some people don't want to be, you know, but later down the line, be honest. Yeah. Like, I just don't like, I don't like stinginess either. Yeah. I don't like uptight. It's like, you need to have a fucking orgasm. Like, just chill out. <laughs> I just like a nice personality. Be sweet. Be respectful. And be genuine. Yeah. Yeah. You hear that, ladies and gentlemen? You just need to have a fucking orgasm and chill out. Yeah. Don't be so uptight. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, what do you think your best skill in the bedroom is? I know. Oh, my God. It's a tough one. I think every girl says this, but probably my head. Head game? Or just back shots. Like, every mm. guy obviously wants to fuck me from behind. So, like, <laughs> back shots and head. Like, even for women, I I got you, girl. I got you, girl. I got you, girl. I think those are my best qualities. What about you, oh, Miss Girl? Man. What do I think my best skills are in the bedroom? 
I feel like my head game is pretty good. I'm not surprised. I feel like it's pretty good. I'd say I'm pretty good at deep throating. It's a skill I've acquired. Can you teach me how? Because I don't know how to deep throw. Yeah. Okay, good. We can have a one-on-one -on -one training Beautiful. session. Just jam it down there. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. I feel like a lot of girls are also very stingy with getting on top, but I love getting on <gasps> Wait, top. That's the best position. I, I come more if I'm on top than anywhere else. I wouldn't necessarily say it's the best position, but I just like it. I know, me too. It's I don't, just fun. I... I don't it's know. More dominant, like I don't know why. Dominant, you're looking down their eyes like yes, baby. Yeah, yes. yeah. Especially like when you're on top riding them. Yeah. And then they come and you just keep going. Yeah. I'm like, mm. they're like quivering, like ah. It's like yes, <laughs> I'm electrocuting you with my pussy, bitch. <laughs> I love that. It's so good. Same. Um, what's your favorite position and why? Doggy style, because oh. I can reach my clit. It's such a good it. one. It is, it is. And that, I don't have to look at your face, too. Like I love looking at their face. I So my thing with looking at faces most of the time, if we're fucking and they're staring at me, they come so quick. Uh. So I'm like, don't look me in the eye, son, if you're going to come yeah. quick. Yeah, that's why I like that. I think I like doggy style. I just like any position. I want, I like, I want it deep. Yeah. I want every inch of it. And I also want to be able to reach my clit, too. Because yeah. I can't come through penetration. So it's mostly, really? yes, I have to be clitorally stimulated. I, I know a lot of girls who can't come from just getting fucked. They have to use a vibrator. I guess God well, gave actually, me a gift. my partner now, <laughs> my boyfriend now, is the only person I've ever been able to have, like, a just um, vaginal orgasm. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I come from, like stimulation too yeah. but it's not hard for me to come just from like regular with this partner now it's not hard for me because he knows the right places yeah and also like i feel like if oh well I'll skip over that because that's kind of no say <laughs> it get into well, it. I, it so his dick is nice size yes it's not huge i'm used to fucking huge guys uh -huh. like huge dicks oh my god it feels good but it hurts this guy is average size but it feels so good because he hits the right place and yeah. it's not like Jesus Christ, I can feel your You're hitting my cervix. My yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, we're going to play a little game. Ooh. It's called Blocked or Not. Oh, fuck. Okay. I'm going to give you some scenarios. You're going to tell me if you'd block a guy for okay. this or not, okay? We love it. He won't eat you out. Blocked. Yeah. Fuck you, blocked. Yeah, I think that's a hard no for me, too. Okay. Um, doesn't make any sound when he's having sex with you. It's just quiet. No uh, heavy no. breathing, no nothing. No, there's heavy breathing and sometimes, like, fuck. But <laughs> definitely some macaroni sounds. That's for damn sure. Like, sounds. Yeah. So blocked? No, no, no. Yo, if he's not making any noise, yeah. blocked. Yeah. Blocked. Yeah. No. I like it. I like sound. Me too. Um, still lives with his parents. Blocked. Has a female best friend. Can I fuck her too? If 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 I can fuck her too, you're you're on the roster still. Okay, so we're we're in the middle between there. Yeah. Okay. Um, has hooked up with one of your friends before. Blocked. Absolutely blocked. Okay. Fuck that. Girl code. No. <laughs> uh, choose his food loudly. Ugh. Not blocked. My boyfriend is <laughs> crazy when he eats, but whatever. That dick is still good. <laughs> Can't complain. Asked to split the check on the first date. Blocked. Yeah? No. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah. Fuck uh -huh. that. Mm -mm. Um, do you have any advice for girls who are thinking about getting into any field of the adult entertainment industry? Do your research. Do your research and also, like, the girls on TikTok and stuff that are glamorizing it, I make this amount of money, understands there's good and bad months, there's good and bad nights, and also stick to your boundaries. 
raise your fucking prices. Mm-hmm. Don't be doing shit for a super low amount of money. Yeah. I don't knock anybody's hustle is like that. Your pussy is worth millions. <laughs> raise your prices and do your research because it is a tough industry. Tough. tough. Lastly, are there any new exciting projects coming up that you can tell us about? Uh, I am flying a photographer out from uh, Australia, one of my friends. Yeah, she, so we're going to have this Australian photographer out. A bunch of models are going to go to Hawaii. If you want to go, I can give you the details. We're going to have so much fun. That's one big one. Also, like I didn't really talk about it, but my son is going away for a while. And in September, so I'm going to have a lot of time just to really expand my work, expand my OnlyFans collabs, my stripping career. I'm trying very hard to make sure that takes off because I've been really stagnant in certain areas. Yeah. So hopefully I can take that off. What about you, Miss Girl? Honestly, I don't really think so, this right? podcast. I know. This is new. This is exciting. And thank you so much for coming on. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you for having me as the first one. I was like, oh, my God, I would love to. I think it went great. Uh, thank <laughs> you. You've been great. Thank you for having me on. And go check out her Instagram page and wherever this is going to be posted. Yes. And Miss Brooks01 on Instagram. Our links and everything are there. <laughs> come check out this hot girl. Oh, come check out the hot girl. <laughs> Sorry, Trey. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>